Yeah. Hey, I work hard every motherfucking day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work hard, I work hard. Dude, welcome back to another episode day, of Music yeah, Creatives. Yeah, Today I'm with the girls from Drunk on Lettering, Phoebe and Roxy. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having us. You made it. This is this is like the the, the top of the top of the design field. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I've I'm so excited to be doing this, as I just mentioned. This is always so awkward to do because like, I just said this. But as I just mentioned, like when I say to people that I kind of have a podcast where I just kind of have fun and it's like, a, it's like a loose format, people always like refer to you guys. And I didn't know who you were at first. Um, yeah. But it's, once I checked it out, I was like, oh, that's such a good thing. Because, you know, people are like, oh, you're just like so-and-so. And then you go yeah. look up so-and-so and you're like, oh, no. But- I know. <laughs> It's good to be in conversation with you guys. So uh, welcome to Meet the Creatives. Uh, So I guess first question is, how did you guys meet? How long have you been friends for? Um, Tell me about that story. Well, we actually met. And cheers, by the way. Cheers. Cheers with your liquid water. (laughs) Yeah. We actually met through Instagram, believe it or not. So um, we've both been doing lettering for a while now. And Phoebe reached out to me because she saw me and stalked me on Instagram and she looked cool. Yeah. Sent me um, a message and we met up for wine and, and that was what year that was back in 2014, I think. Okay. So years. Was, I thought you guys were like childhood best friends. You met in the sandbox. It seems like that. Yeah. yeah. We, um, yeah, definitely really close, but yeah, so we met about three or four years ago now and started our business together a little over two years ago. So yeah. what was that like when you guys went from being, you know, Insta friends to starting a business together? Yeah, well, we started working together right away. Yeah, we we started uh, the lettering club and then that quickly turned into commission projects. So right. uh, upon running all these, these monthly meetups, we started getting asked to do commission things like murals and one mural led to another and we really enjoyed it. So it just made sense to yeah, sure. ask take the business to next level yeah and we just really balance each other out we work really well together and at the time we were both pretty sick of our full-time jobs so it was Mm -hmm. just a good time to just like take the leap and and it was easier having each other to do that yeah for sure that's how meet the creative started i was like yeah my job i hated my job yeah i was like i'm gonna quit this is a terrible irresponsible decision at the time i thought I, i thought i like totally like you know, I was of the mindset like, oh, I'm like, I'm never going to work again. Like, you know, yeah. I, I quit my job in, in quite dramatic fashion. And then I was like, well, I have to be able to have some sort of PR strategy to yeah. my, my parents and my soon to be parents and laws that I would like have a strategy. So I made me the creatives kind of on yeah. that. So I, I, I reached out to Debbie Millman and I kind of like started this whole thing. Uh, but I had that exact same story. I was like, I don't like my job. I want to start yeah. a podcast. So yeah. the first episode, by the way, I, I listened to a little bit of, I, I kind of like, I hate this expression tasting, but I like, yeah. I like went around and like listened to all these different ones. Uh, <laughs> and I listened to the first episode, you guys killed a bottle of wine and then started, uh, started it. Too. <laughs> a what? I think it was closer to two bottles of wine. You guys can but... hold your liquor pretty well then. That's amazing. I know. Oh Shocking. It's scary. That's yeah. when we used, to, we used to sing our um, jingle back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring that back. I, that would that, that's like such a good like a good intro. It's like it can kind of like grow and evolve. The new one's yeah. cool though. It's got your name in it and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very cool. So <laughs> when you started it, for me, I had like uh, 
had no idea that it would turn out the way that it has. Um, yeah. Especially now that like, you know, I'm reaching out to like famous like YouTubers and stuff and they're like, yeah, man, yeah. this is rad. You're like, whoa, like this is so yeah. insane. Uh, I did not at all see that, foresee that in the future. When you guys started it, how did, did you think that it was going to be like an episode or two or like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we really didn't think too much about it. We just kind of tossed the idea around and then we were drinking wine one night and we're like, let's just record an episode and see how it goes. We finally figured out how to get it on you or on iTunes like a month later. Yeah. Um, but now we're surprisingly easy, right? Everyone thinks that's so scary. It's like you just put it on Simplecast. Like I think Justin Genak from working now working got me on you're smarter than us because it took us a while. Well it, yeah, took, we- it took me like literally like thirty I I'm on episode I don't even know. I have no idea. I should probably keep better track somewhere in like 60 something. I probably didn't like man up and do it and figure it out till episode like 40 something. So right there with you, but it's very easy once I did that. So simplecast.com. Yeah. Yeah. Shameless plug, not an ad. (laughs) Yeah. So what did you guys like when people first reached out, like when, or when you reached out to people, what was your experience like? Cause that's the question I got a lot. It's like, how do you network? Like, what is your thing? Like what people always ask me a weird question is like, what's your elevator pitch? And I'm like, um, Hey, I love your work. I like this thing that you did. Let me know. It'd be super <laughs> awesome. Best Rob. Like what, how did you guys first reach out and were you kind of surprised at who responded? Yeah, well, we definitely didn't have too much of a strategy in the beginning, but we kind of did have like a templated email explaining what we do because you know, people feel kind of weird about getting drunk and getting recorded. Yeah. So we definitely had to like, explain what we were doing right and in the beginning we definitely had a lot of haters and people thinking what we did was like stupid and unprofessional and like from our our friends i know i know um they were like this is like this is going to affect your work with clients and blah 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 and we're just more coming at it from or some people were actually mean, but some of them were, or most <laughs> most of them were coming at it from like a, a caring standpoint. They're just like worried about our careers. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you go and then you know what's so funny about that is like you go to those people and then like I I, I always like try and tell people it's like it's like look where it's coming from and it's not that they're bad people but I love those people that like Monday morning quarterback like the decisions that you make and then you go and they follow like 7,000 people and have like 31 followers and it's like who are you telling me about my podcast yeah it's so weird exactly yeah yeah you guys are having fun that's good I think that the future looks more like your podcast and less like these kind of curated sort of things so yeah thank you yeah yeah for sure so uh who were who who was your like been some of your favorite guests I know it's kind of like picking a favorite child. Yeah. I know. Well, we were definitely starstruck um, when we got to interview Eric Marinovich. Mm-hmm. And he's been a lettering idol of mine for a long time. And he actually emailed us to be on the podcast, which what? we were like, literally wanted to die as soon as we read that email. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so he was a big one. Uh, recently, we really loved whiskey and branding. Having Peter on, he was really funny. He literally just added me on Instagram like 15 seconds before this podcast. Oh my gosh. I was like, what? I don't know. Yeah. I might have like seen him on there and like followed him. Like full disclaimer. People are always like, are you like taking my Instagram followers? It's like, no, but like if I see awesome people, I do follow them. So that's awesome. Yeah. He was one that actually like got tipsy with us because a lot of times people are too scared to drink with us. But oh, he was I, I will get blackout drunk if you guys allow me the opportunity. We'll they love it. Jameson yeah, yeah. on the rocks. That's my, that's yeah. my trouble drink. 
Very cool. Yeah, we'll always have a special place in our heart for penmanships as well. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's a funny character. I love him. Yeah, and you guys recently had on, I think it was recently, Simon Walker, right? Yeah. He's a sweetie, he right? Such a good dude. So, uh, so how did you guys like deal with that one? When people like you guys were kind of doing something that was like outside the box and like, how did you deal with that adversity? Cause it's not, we just put our middle fingers up. Yeah, for sure. That's a gangster <laughs> move. Mean, yeah. The haters definitely like get to you. Sometimes we have some not so nice iTunes reviews. And as much as we want to say, like, we don't care and we don't think about it. It sometimes does like, you know, get to you a little bit and get mm. in your head. Cause it's like, and then Gosh. You, you start talking in a different voice because you're worried that your voice sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I totally yeah. did too. I, I used to yeah. do what I call like liberal voice. I'd be like, welcome back to another episode of me. You start talking like that girl, Delilah. You guys are from the West Coast. I don't know if you know, like get the reference, but there's this girl who did like this radio show. It's like, welcome back. This is Delilah. And we are here. Oh. And, and I used to, I listened back to the old episodes I used to do. The, yeah. the give a fuck factor now is at like zero. I really like, I'm, this is totally like how I normally talk. But I listened at first, I used to try and like, I had the opposite. I think at first I was curated and like very like played it safe. And like yeah. now I just don't care, but I don't know. Yeah. That's cool yeah. though. That's really yeah. cool that you guys can kind of like overlook that and continue to do it. Because episode one that I listened to and like the new ones, they're not, you guys have kind of like stuck to the script. I think that's like so cool. So. <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't really care that much. We're going to keep doing it even if people don't like it. But yeah, we're having those people. They're, they're like hanging out. Think about it this way. Like they're like on your podcast. They're like hanging out at your party and they're like, oh, I don't know. Like go find a new, po like, yeah. go find a yeah. new podcast. Yeah, exactly. I never understood that logic. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. No, what's the thing they always say like on Amazon? They're uh, I was highly disappointed by this thing. Like this kind of people like, oh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, the purpose of my podcast, for the most part, I, sometimes yeah. I feel like there is no purpose, but on paper, it's to yeah. bridge the gap between entry-level creatives and people like yourself that are absolutely killing it and talking to all these people. You guys have started your own company. Uh, you've started your own podcast. You definitely have the uh, entrepreneurial kind of DNA in a way. Uh, yeah. So do you guys have any advice? Uh, whoever wants to take it first, I guess we would do for both of you. What would yeah. your advice be for people that are, we'll start with this, people that are in that position, they mm -hmm. want to start a podcast, they want to start a business, but the imposter syndrome is kind of kicking in. How do you overcome that? And what was it like for you guys when you guys were starting out? Because I would imagine it wasn't like success, Instant. like automatically. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a struggle when we started our business. I would say like the first year we definitely struggled. We didn't really know how to get clients or how to price. And it took a lot of work to feel like we know what we're doing. Right. Um, I would say for advice, just keep talking to people and like find out what other people charge and what they're doing and network as much as possible because it is a little bit lonely when you run your own business, especially if you're a freelancer on your own. Oh, for sure. Yeah, even sometimes with us, like we just like the podcast is really nice because we get to talk to other people and ask for advice and all that stuff. Right. Um, the imposter syndrome thing, like it definitely is a, a big thing that I think a lot of us struggle with, mm -hmm. but it's just a mental block. Like you really just have to try and let go of that. Um, I think it really prevents a lot of us from charging enough Yeah, and definitely. that's hurting the entire design industry. If no one's charging enough for sure. So, I, mean, I used to like yeah. work for free all month. Like I just yeah. recently discovered this. I used to like, so people 
People are really good, too, at getting free work out of you. Because everyone's a friend. Everyone's like, yo, bro, like we're like brothers, right? And, like, they only call you when they want something. And I would, like, do yeah. work that, like, all month long and, yeah. like, not charge for it. And then, mm-hmm. at, like, I'd be, like, in the gutter at the end of the month, like, laying on the floor, like, <gasps> the anxiety of having to pay for my bills. And then, like... The past two months, I've just been like, yeah, I, I, I don't work for free. I don't work for free. My rate's not astronomical, but I went to college. I did all these things. I have this experience. It's this much money <laughs> per hour. It's a pretty reasonable my, – my voice still cracks like I'm 16 years old. Sorry. It's a pretty <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty reasonable amount. Like, that's what it is per hour. I do my invoices through FreshBooks. I send you the invoice. It's, like, pretty black and white. I'm not going to fuck you, but that's the yeah. price, and I'm not working for free yeah. anymore. And I like made rent, like scot free, no problems. Yeah. And literally yeah. for the past two years, I've been like, well, like I'm just trying to like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be like ethical. Like when, yeah. like fucking yourself over is not ethical. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, you you go now. I can tell you 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 lead it off. So when you guys do meetings, you lead it, and then she follows. <laughs> Sometimes she's, we switch she's off. the John Madden of the group. I could tell. <laughs> You're, the, you're Al Michaels and she's John Madden. She's like the color commentator. I love it. You guys have a great dynamic. <laughs> I wish I knew anything about sports. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. Th- those are both good people to be. The all-time greats. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I would say that just making that first step is is the hardest. When we started teaching workshops, I remember saying to Roxy, like, who are we to teach people how to do hand lettering? Like, that's weird. Like, what yeah. like what authority do we have? And then, you know, 20 people sign up and you're like, oh, I guess I do have something to teach people and they are for interested. Sure. And then, the same thing, that yeah. just snowballs into the next thing. So, and now we're teaching a webinar and, you know, it's, it's awesome. So it just, once it's that first step that's the hardest, but you'll quickly realize that people are interested. And if, yeah, my second point of advice would be uh, this being a salesperson, which is uncomfortable for a lot of creatives, but Mm -hmm. you really, really have to be uh, confident in yourself or else the client isn't going to be confident in you. It's going to show through. And so you need that sales, you need that elevator pitch ready to go. And just literally it's a numbers game and tell everyone and anyone that will listen that what you do and what you can offer. And then, you know, maybe 10 of them will say yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's also the a thing too, is like just the, the lack of fear of just like reaching out to people. Like I'll be fully transparent. Like when I reach out to people, like, you know, people will be like, Oh my God, like, how'd you get like, you no, know, like, like Lauren Hom's coming on your podcast. Like, Oh my God, like, how does that happen? It's like, I don't, I don't copy and paste the email, but I do reach out to like, you know, if you reach out to the entire lettering community and what's really yeah. weird is that I found is like winners win. Like guys like John Contino win because they have their shit together. So yeah. a lot of times, like all the people who are like too cool to not get back are like the posers yeah. and the busiest people in the industry who theoretically have like no time are the ones mm-hmm. who get back. People are like, how do you get yeah. their guests together? It's like, you don't get to the top of like the field without like, having your act together. So that's like super cool. I had that same thing too with this podcast. Cause it was like, when I entered, I knew like Jack shit. And now I know like a little bit, but yeah. I never would like, I was always told, especially too, like in, in New York, it's always like, you know, there's kind of like this like old narrative of like, you know, like you speak, like you speak when spoken to everything is great. It's always great. Whenever mm-hmm. they ask, it's always great. You're always on top of the world. And I was like, um, that sounds weird. Like, I'm not a sociopath. Like, I don't want to lie. 
And then, like, so I would not, for the first couple episodes, I wouldn't say anything on the podcast. I wouldn't contribute at all because I thought, like, my opinion didn't matter. And yeah. then people were like, okay, well, like, maybe you can't talk about design, but, like, you sure as shit can talk about networking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I, I kind of stick to what I know. And, yeah. like, I at first talked about networking, and now I'm getting a little bit better at photography, so I bring that in. You just don't mm-hmm. want to be the person who's like, this is how it is. Those people right. are, like, really gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, what was the biggest train wreck? And this is along that same entry level kind of thing. What was the worst you guys ever fucked up ever in this journey? And like, it doesn't have, you can like leave out names. Yeah. Either with the podcast or with business stuff? Um, the, I'm either. If, the, if you have a good podcast story. I don't really have a good podcast story, but you might. I don't know. Yeah, we do have a good podcast story. Let's um, hear it. So, I'm excited. <laughs> we, we really fucked that up. Yeah, we really fucked up with one person in particular. So we used to not double record. And like, so now we have a backup recording in case our recording for some reason doesn't record. Right. So usually test it out and make sure it works. And we I, had... I, I'm going with one today. So hopefully it says yeah. fuck up. We can do this so, again, though. This is fun. I'm having a good time. Exactly. We can do it again. Cool. So we've only lost two podcasts ever that we pushed record, it was recording and then we go to play it back and there's nothing there right. and it wasn't salvageable. Right. And it was the same fucking person no. we recorded. With. Yes. We recorded with him. Oh Shout God. out to Colin Tierney. We still feel horrible about it. He's an amazing, um, letter. We and- sent him a bottle of whiskey the first time we lost it as a, like, a, I'm sorry, like don't hate us. <laughs> and then after the second time we're like, we can't, <laughs> the whiskey doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Another, but you if, see, that's where you're fucked. That's where you guys fucked up. I would have said the, the same bottle of whiskey just to just be ironic. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty bad that we lost the then re recording of the podcast. So we're like, cool, you hate us forever. We hate ourselves forever. Like, it's was not he, even worth Was he mad? Uh... He was, I mean, he probably just thinks we're the <laughs> biggest idiots on the planet, but we're not um, going to put words in his mouth, but I think he was pretty. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he was. Shit happens. It's okay. Uh, When you guys started your business, did you start it like in your apartment? Did like, because you guys seem like you're in an office right now. Like, yeah. Did you start in like your apartment? Did you start like, how how does that happen? How did you go from like the idea to then executing and actually having clients come and all that? Sure. Uh, Well, our clients always thought we had an office, so that's cool. Uh, (laughs) We definitely worked from both of each other's houses and then coffee shops everywhere in between. We know every coffee shop in San Diego at this point nice. and which one has, you know, good Wi-Fi right. and enough outlets or, you know, during the <laughs> yeah. day where it's going to be most crowded. So yeah, uh, yeah there's a, a particular coffee shop by Roxy's house that we go to a lot. And then, yeah, I had one by my house that we go to a lot or meet halfway in the between. We actually live like a half hour from each other. Oh, wow. Now our office is, pretty much uh dead center in between so that's what made uh the choice pretty easy to move in here and uh yeah now we have our own space that's very cool yeah uh, so when you guys like look to the future obviously the podcast is growing very quickly it's every every fucking week uh yeah. which i love by the way don't ever move like no matter how big you get leave that word fucking in there that's like a great like mission statement i love that um <laughs> Do you guys do it? Do you do it every actually fucking week, or are there some weeks outside um, of holidays and everything? 
Yeah, yeah, they come out every week, but we usually record two at a time every every other week, so right. that you know, like we're we're busy. We're recording three tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. And then, you, um, and then you don't waste the drunkenness. You know? Yeah, exactly. For but sure. usually by the third one, it's, little, third one, it's just a shit show. Cry cry. <laughs> oh my God, um, I love that. Yeah, but definitely keeping up with the podcast. We're probably going to do more live stuff after we do this first one if it's not a horrible shit show. Um, but for the business, <laughs> keep growing that. And we're really working on scaling this year. So we definitely want to have a bigger team and people working under us and just continue to do stuff all over the world. For sure. Is there anyone that you have yet to get that you have not got? I mean, I'm sure there are people, but like, is there somebody who you're just like, like for me right now, it's just like, I want Peter McKinnon. Do you, are you guys familiar with Peter McKinnon? He's a YouTuber. He's no. really great. It's like, he's like a, a vlogger, but he's also does tutorials and all this different stuff. And I'm, yeah. I am like the best networker. I had, I had Paula Cher. I had all these different people. I was like, I am untouchable. I can get anyone. I cannot get him to come. He's just like, I don't know. He's just inundated. Is there someone for you guys that you're like, we want this person? Anybody? Yeah. I guess now we got to get Peter on. <laughs> I know. It's a race. It's a race. I challenge you guys to a duel. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a couple people. Definitely Jessica Hish. We want to get her on and Gemma O'Brien, who we've been in talks with, but scheduling just keeps getting in the way. So hopefully we'll make it happen. Dana Tanamachi. Yeah. Gemma <laughs> is, uh, is coming on the podcast as, as well. And I, I, I've been trying to figure it out as, as well. A lot of times I get messages from people that are just entering or they live, you know, the internet's weird. All of a sudden it's like you have like a worldwide audience and you weren't, weren't expecting yeah. it. And I'll, like, <laughs> it's like, Hey, like what's up from Morocco? Like what's New York like, or what's LA like, you know? And you're like, you don't know how to answer that. Um, yeah. and I had a great conversation with this girl whose name escapes me. I feel terrible, but I'm, it's too far away to find it. Uh, we were talking, she is from another country and she wants to move to New York. And she was talking about kind of like what the design scene like in New York, what's it like in California, and yeah. does that affect you as a designer? And I started thinking about it like, you know, I say that it does. And mm -hmm. she wants like, she's like seeking out mentorship and wants to work in like the design field. What's your take on all that? And also too, what do you guys feel about the design scene there in San Diego, right? Yeah. Okay, San so Diego. Yeah. yeah. It's like. <laughs> California versus New York, like who's gonna win? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, obviously we're gonna win because we're like more chill. Yeah, <laughs> definitely more chill. It's, it's it, the weather sucks here. It's like there's like ten feet of snow on the ground right now. So seriously, like I moved from the East Coast. I lived in Philadelphia for a lot of years, and cool. like I just don't understand. Like Roxy says the same thing. We're, we're like life doesn't have to be this hard. Like why do you guys <laughs> like do that? So. With the weather, with the weather. I don't but, know. I wonder that myself sometimes. Everyone in New York is like grumpy and mean <laughs> and it's like Oh my god. Smile on. Like life is good, man. I love but it. I, guess I, I I see the upside of that because everyone is miserable. So I just come yeah. in there with like my like like rays of positivity. It works out yeah. well. I don't think I would do so well in California because I feel like everyone in California is always in such a good mood. They're just like so happy to be there. They have like the Joni Mitchell vibes. And yeah. like I want like as a New Yorker, it's like it's like leverage for me. Whereas like there, everyone seems so happy. Or, yeah. or if you're like us, we bring the the moody like bitchiness to yeah. California. <laughs> the, the, the Philadelphia bitchiness. And where Roxy, you're from where? I'm from San Diego. So I've got a little bit more of the chill vibe. But yeah. she's the HBIC. The what? <laughs> the head bitch in charge. 
Oh my god. I, I know she leads in every conversation. It's like you'd be like, eh. she's just like, no, I got it. No, I'm just gonna. <laughs> oh my god. Do you, by the way, have you guys? Here's a question for you. Have you guys ever? Uh, and you guys have been friends for a while. Have you guys ever had like a blowout over your uh, business or no? Not really. I'm looking for dirt I, today. I don't know why. I'm not normally like this. I mean, we if we ever disagree on like how much to charge or like taking a project or not, we just talk it out over wine and usually that solves everything. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a great motto. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Um cool. This is the this is the great thing about like not having questions, that it kind of just like spirals down this thing. Um yeah. so if you guys could like look into the future, if you have like a crystal ball, right? And you can yeah. like see like what's like if you could see for your podcast and for your business, like best yeah. case scenario, you know, they always like talk about that in school. It's like, yeah. what does your dream life look like? Like <laughs> how, like what, what do you hope that your business and your podcast turns into? Do you want to be like a media company? Do you want to be like, cause that's a big thing that people always tell me like, you want to be like a media company? I'm like, no, I kind of just want to like smoke yeah. pot and hang out in my apartment and keep interviewing <laughs> awesome people. <laughs> I yeah. don't want all that responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the podcast, definitely want to keep it going for as long as we can and to bring in more money through sponsorship for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and main, the main focus is our business. I'd yeah. say uh, we, we, as much as we enjoy painting murals, we're, we're getting to the point where we want to have other people paint our designs for us. Mm-hmm. So getting uh, bigger and better and having an umbrella of people um, underneath us and then just world domination, you know, so we have... Uh, maps up on the ma- on the wall with pins in the cities and countries that we've painted and you know we just we have a lot of ground to still cover so yeah. get, get <laughs> I yeah. would have like one pin there'd be like a yeah. there'd be like a pin in Massachusetts a pin in New York a pin in California and that's pretty much it you ever see that yeah. on, on, on like Apple on like the iPhone where it's like places you've been mine is yeah. so sad Oh. I want to like screenshot it and just like put it up on Meet the Creatives and be like, we'll travel for a podcast. I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. Take it on tour. Do That's you guys... literally what we do. Just just ask people in different places so you can make an excuse to travel there. Yeah, I need your advice, by the way, because you guys are like way out ahead of me right now. And I, I need to know. So how do you do that? Like, how do you guys have all these? Because you guys like go places. I feel like yeah. this podcast is getting a little bit like, you know, I'm here in my kitchen still. How yeah. do you, how do you take that to the next level? And also, how do you convince people that like do they pay for your travel? Do you guys pay for that? How does that work? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, it's, I'm well, trying it's to usually, like levitate. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to like take this shit next yeah. level. Go ahead. It's Sorry. usually uh, through well, the podcast has given us uh, you know the the stage kind of. So yeah, we've been asked to speak at conferences, not specifically about the podcast, but right. just about business in general. So, but. You know, for the last one we went to, they asked us in St. Louis because they listened to our pod- podcast, so they had heard of us through that platform. Uh, but yeah, so they'll usually pay for uh, your flight and accommodation, and so then we just tack on a few days because we're like we're going across the country anyways. We might as well do some work there and teach a workshop. Well, so if we know that we are going to a certain city, we start just doing tons of outreach. So that's how we get fifty percent of our business is through outreach. So we just, um, what does have that mean? <laughs> like, well, I know like what it means, but like how, how do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So we just look for companies that we think would be in line with what we do. They could need our services and they seem like they have money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very and, important. Um, very important. Very important. Yeah. And, um, so we send them a presentation just like showcasing ourselves and our best work. 
And then we ask them to hop on a phone call with us. And then we get half of our work that way. <laughs> For sure. Is there anything yeah. else in terms of like business development? Because I'm kind of realizing um, mm -hmm. now it's kind of weird. Like when you first start out, when you first start out, you yeah. think that like it's kind of like the world is kind of because I'm like a young dude, like just left kind of school kind of thing. But like you yeah. kind of think that like the world is kind of like, like it's like altruistic and like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And like you try that approach and then like you like for the lack of a better word, like eat shit for like a year or two. And you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And then you realize that the world is actually more like binary than you think it is. It's like you mm -hmm. like you have to put yourself on their radar. You have to have those kind of like business development things. Do you have any yeah. advice on like on how to do that and how to scale your message? Because like I'm realizing now that I'm kind of like my own worst enemy with this stuff because like I could probably be doing even more than I'm now doing. Yeah. But how do you overcome that fear and like how do you know where to look? Like how do you guys find all these people? Mm -hmm. Well, to bring up John Contino again, we – John Contino. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we we uh, talked to him about this as well. Like he – it made it, it – you know, validified what we were uh, doing too because he does outreach. So he emails people. He's like, I've, I've never stopped reaching out because he's had those panic moments when he felt dirt poor and – yeah, it's like the second you stop reaching out to people, the work is going to stop. Right. Even if you're if you're busy as fuck, like it doesn't matter. Uh, so it's as easy as googling. Yeah, like we we specifically Google, you know, co working spaces or shopping centers or hotels. Those are like through trial and error. Of course, it took a while for us to figure out which industries worked well for our business, and it's going to be different right. for anyone else. But. Uh, you know, trial and error, figure out which, what's working for you and who's has the money. Like we were, we'd get to a certain point with some clients and then they'd be like, Oh yeah, like super into it. And then be like, Oh, you know, I don't have the money right now. And like yeah. that kept happening with a certain industry. So we had to just mark that off in our heads. Like they are poor. Do not fuck with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not about small businesses. It's certain industries because they'll, it's who values what you do. And, um, you know, we've just found that some people get it. Some people don't. It, it, we've worked with very small businesses and very large businesses. Right, and, uh, yeah. So it's just it's like knowing the people that will, are willing to make that investment. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's the way you present yourself too. When you're doing outreach to clients, like some people, when we tell them we do a lot of outreach, they're like, well, isn't that desperate? Like, doesn't that sound desperate to clients? And like, you can easily make it sound desperate, but you can also make it seem like, hi, I'm a professional. I'm an expert at what I do. And this is how I can help you. Right. And that doesn't sound desperate at all. For sure. So just the way you present yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's it's amazing too, to see how like easy it is. Like, yeah. I, I, like this podcast is like, it's going to be great for both of us. And I like, I think that we're going to be like friends, like literally forever. Like I, I want to get on the plane now. I remember <laughs> what I was doing. I was like, I was like, just like, you know that little like arrow thing? Cause I'd always heard about it, but I never knew like where to find your page and that little like yeah. arrow thing. I think you guys, it was like, it was like Lauren Hom, like people like Lauren Hom. And I was like going down, I was like, holy shit. These are the people I always hear about. And then it's like, you hit that dot, dot, dot button. And you're just like, hi, I'm so happy. I, I was, I literally just said what I meant to say. I was like, so happy I found your page. It would be super cool if we could do this. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. that's exciting. But it also, yeah. it kind of sucks because, <laughs> because, now I realize that like I'm responsible for it because at first I could be like, well, the industry doesn't care or like they don't give young kids a chance. 
It's like, yeah. now I'm just like, oh, I'm a fucking lazy bitch. Like, I just gotta, like, I just gotta <laughs> fucking ship the work every day. So I, I have to, like, hold myself, like, to be accountable. I'd rather be in control of it than leave it up to some, like, yeah. fake power. The, yeah. the fate of the universe kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. It's daunting at first, but then when you start getting those responses back from people you thought would never respond, then you're like, oh, okay, this is exciting. Yeah. I want to keep Roxy and I had kind of like a shitty two days where like a few projects didn't go the way we wanted them to. So I told her earlier, I was like, I just want to lay in bed later, watch The Bachelor and do a fuck ton of outreach because I want to get some yeses. <laughs> and yes. that's feel I can take the control back from our from our feeling of defeat and just get some people on the phone that are like, yes, I do want to work with you. And that's yeah. by sending hundreds and hundreds of emails. <laughs> For sure. So... So to wrap this up, uh, guys, it's been so much fun. I really think that we should like start like a podcast or something. I don't know how this works out, but I'm excited. I'm well, if I, and again, no pressure, no pressure at all. Will I, will I be the, if it, if you guys decide to, will I be the first non letterer on drunk on lettering? Uh, no, no, because we're having my mom's lawyer friend on. Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) What's he coming on for? Uh, she, she's oh, she, going to talk to us about, um, the legal jargon shit that but we she, need to know about. She also gets drunk. So she's funny. That's cool. Yeah. And then there's yeah. my dumb ass who's going to be like, oh yeah, man, network and reach your heroes. Oh my God. I tried. Oh, we also met the spiritual advisor that we're having on. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know, what's so funny is that, like some of the best podcasts that I've done, um, yeah. have been, um, like I'm a huge fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm kind of like obsessed yeah. with him. Uh, now I'm kind of like now that like I know everyone there and I understand that he's just like a normal guy. Like the the fan girl vibes are starting yeah. to kind of mellow out, and I'm starting to go <laughs> other places. Still really yeah. love Gary. I love all the people that work with him. Yeah. But I remember uh, he talked about um, this woman uh, Claude Silver, who was his uh, chief heart officer. And uh, which is a fun name. And yeah. also, too, he also talked about he had Cy Wakeman on the podcast, and they were from kind of a place outside of design. And it was weird because it felt so, it felt so like off brand, but I was like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, I want to meet them. And they were the best podcast I've like ever done. I'm obsessed oh, with them. Yeah. I'm still friends with both of them to this day. Yeah. So you never know. I think yeah. that like you don't have to stay within your own parameters, too. You could be like drunk on, drunk on creativity. A new series. Yeah. yeah that's cool. No, we're definitely getting you on. That's happening ASAP. I'm yeah. Excited. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I need to find out a way. I'm going to find a rich company that's going to pay for Buy my air, airfare. I need yeah. to get the fuck out of here. There's like seven feet of snow on the ground right now. There's like that's- literally like like this much snow outside. It's kind of a problem. So wow. let's wrap this up before my, my power goes out. Where can people find you online? Um, where your individual handles, your business handles. This is what I like to call shameless self-promotion time. Ready? Go. (laughs) Well, you can find Drunk on Lettering on iTunes and SoundCloud and on Instagram at Drunk on Lettering. Bam. And and our business is Pander Design Co. And that's spelled P-A-N-D-R Design Co. Yeah, no E. And my individual handle is Fiebers with three O's. Really annoying. <laughs> I searched the web for like no joke when I was looking up looking it up because I talked to Roxy first and I was like, okay, I know. I, I Again, this is like the DM thing. I was like, okay, yeah. her name is Roxy and her name is Phoebe something. Uh, I assumed <laughs> it was like maybe Phoebe. And so yeah. I, I DM'd you and then you were like, hey – uh, yeah, my, my business partner, like we're gonna do this together. I was like, cool. No problem. Like not a problem. Love the podcast. And then I was like, 
fuck, what is this girl's name? And I literally searched the web like far and wide to find your, your name is not on there a lot. And then I tagged like all of her photos. <laughs> yeah, as your Instagram handle. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my real name. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. so it's actually short for Fibalina. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh, so I was like, that's, that's the best name ever. I think of Phoebe from Friends. Do people like hound you about that your whole life? Yeah, that's how I have to like explain it. Like from Friends or Hey yeah. Arnold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Hey Arnold too. That's amazing. Yeah. The other day, this girl was our our waitress was named Phoebe, and she said that people confuse it and they spell it F I B I, and I was like. I've never seen that in my entire life. That's Don't you love that when person. people just say things like talk out of their house? Like, oh my God, it happens to me all the time. It's like, yeah. you're full of shit. Yeah. By the yeah. way, Lisa Kudrow, I say this all the time. I was a huge from, you know, not to objectify women. I don't want to get any, yeah. any emails. Uh, I always, like when I was younger, I was obsessed with Courtney Cox. I like loved like Ace Ventura with like, with the, with like the suit thing with like no sleeves. So hot. Yeah. But, my favorite friend is Lisa Kudrow from Phoebe, yeah. and no one believes me. But like, stop it. You're just trying to be ironic. She's the hottest friend, and I will fight anyone on that to my dying day. You should get Lisa on the podcast. Uh, you know what? Just to prove a point, I'm going to do some, some networking. Yes. You guys have to stay tuned. We're going to see if we can get Lisa Kudrow to come on the podcast. It'd be so fucking funny if Lisa Kudrow came on the podcast. Uh, that would be amazing. She's beautiful. She was, she's still beautiful now. And in like Romy Michelle's high school reunion. Come on, son. That's a, that's like one of the greatest movies of all time. It's really funny. I feel I feel like you you guys are those girls. We are. We are. Romy and Michelle. But the, the smart version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. This can go on forever. I think we're best yeah. friends. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode of Meet the Creatives. If you enjoyed it, uh, make sure you add me on Instagram, Meet the Creatives NY, and let me know your thoughts. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes. All right. Have a wonderful day. Peace.